What's going on, Hardliners? Welcome to His Hardline for another episode of 1% with Him. Remember, every day we need to spend at least minimum 15 minutes with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Dig a little bit in the Bible and spend a little time in prayer, you know what I mean? If you can't do that, just join us here at His Hardline. We'll get it done. Drop. And don't forget to check out our website, www.hisheartline.com. We're happy to have you. Let's get started. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're located in the world. Where we are located here in the west side of Michigan, it is Sunday, July 24th, 2022. And uh, yeah, we finally got our power restored back. We actually lost power uh, early on in the evening, yesterday evening. And it, uh, I'm not sure at what point it came back, but when we went to bed about, oh, I don't know, 4 a.m., um, it was still out. So thank God for a generator that's hooked up directly to the house. Meanwhile, everybody else is sweating, listening to deafening silence and hearing their significant others snoring and passing gas from what I understand. And just, there's been just, <laughs> I'd be surprised if any spouses, uh, if there's a couple spouses that actually end up, uh, you know, tied up and bound in the basement because their noises of sleeping uh, ended up disturbing their wives. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we didn't have that problem over here at the Jones household. We had, uh, you know, we had full power. And I thank God for that because uh, we've been out without enough, you know, enough times without power that uh, in Michigan, when, especially when you live right off of Lake Michigan, you understand the power of the straight line winds that come through when we get some of these strong storms. And I guess supposedly from what I understand uh, where we're at, we had some gusts up to about 73 miles per hour coming right off the lake there. So yeah, the minute the storm started no more than like, I guess about 10, 12 minutes into the storm, we saw a big bolt of lightning very close to the house. It was really loud, of course. And um, after we heard that, thunder it was no more than five or six seven seconds after that that we lost the power so it was it was pretty fun so but before that even happened i made sure everything was set up and made sure that the cord was hooked up from the generator to our house and yeah you know it's just called being prepared you know prepare for the worst and hope for the best and unfortunately the worst you know, i shouldn't say the worst happened but you know um we you know with us losing power i ended up being very prepared and i ended up being uh, soaked a whole lot less because everything was already situated i didn't have to go outside and scramble around like a chicken with my head cut off trying to get everything situated then get more frustrated because i'm getting rained on right and then i'm worried, worried about getting electrocuted and all that good stuff so so anyway today we're going to be reading out of the book of luke chapter 21 and so we're just going to get right into the reading so starts off with the poor widow's contribution and it reads when he looked up he saw some wealthy people putting their offerings into the treasury and he noticed a poor widow putting in two small coins he said i tell you truly the the this poor widow put in more than all the rest for those others 
have all made offerings from their surplus wealth, but she, from her poverty, has offered her whole livelihood. While some people were speaking about how the temple was adorned with costly stones and votive offerings, he said, All that you see here, the days will come when there will not be left a stone upon another stone that will not be thrown down. And then as we talk about the signs of the end, it reads in verse 7, Then they asked him, Well, teacher, when will this happen? And what sign will there be when all these things are about to happen? And he answered and he said, See that you are not See that you not be deceived, for many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and the time has come. Do not follow them. When you hear of wars and insurrections, do not be terrified, for such things must happen first, but it will not immediately be the end. And then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be powerful earthquakes, famines, and plagues from place to place, and awesome sight signs will come from the sky. Before all this will happen, however, they will seize and persecute you. They will hand you over to the synagogues and to prisons, and they will have you led before kings and governors because of my name. It will lead you, it will lead to your giving testimony. Remember you are not to prepare your defense beforehand, for I myself shall give you a wisdom in speaking that all your adversaries will be powerless to, to resist or refute. You will even be handed over by parents, brothers, relatives, and friends, and they will put some of you to death. You will be hated by all because of my name, but not a hair on your head will be destroyed. By your perseverance, you will secure your lives. When you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, know that its desolation is at hand. Then those... In Judea, must flee to the mountains. Let those within the city escape from it, and let those in the countryside not enter the city. For these days are the time of punishment when all the scriptures are fulfilled. Woe to pregnant women and nursing mothers in those days, for a terrible calamity will come upon the earth and a wrathful judgment upon this, this people. They will fall by the edge of the sword and be taken as captives, to all the Gentiles, and Jerusalem will be trampled underfoot by the Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles are fulfilled. I want to pause here for a second. As I read this, it just kind of dawned on me as I'm reading this. Woe to the pregnant women and nursing mothers in those days, for terrible calamity will come upon the earth and a wrathful judgment upon the people. Now, it may not be a direct connection, but this is the connection that I kind of see. After this COVID jab has been given out to, you know, or at least pushed, I, whether the majority of people accepted it or not is a whole different story. I'm not sure exactly of the numbers, didn't really look into it further, but I know I've been reading a lot of stories of women, <clears throat> excuse me, particularly women that are pregnant and who are breastfeeding, you know, especially women that are pregnant, that if they got the, the, the COVID jab, their, their pregnancies aren't normal. A lot of times babies are even being miscarried or they're being born with some sort of deformities or defect. And, and, and I'm just, I'm hearing more and more of these stories. I'm hearing more stories about how men are becoming more infertile. Um, same thing with women, I should say, women are becoming more infertile and, and men are becoming, um, you know, they're not, uh, 
I can't even think of the word, but you know, they're not able to impregnate a woman because of the shot, unfortunately. Um, it's just that, you know, the fertility levels are dropping and, and, you know, also the other thing I was hearing too, with women, with their natural, you know, menstrual cycles getting thrown out of whack, almost to the point of, you know, just, just way out of normalcy to the point to where they have to self-admit themselves to the ER because things are certainly not normal within their body biologically. And so I can't help but kind of draw some sort of parallel from what I just read there to kind of what we're seeing with regarding that, you know, supposedly we're seeing a lot of, um, you know, uh, with women that breastfeed, you know, that their babies are getting sick if they got the jab, right? And the baby doesn't have the jab. They're passing that on, that toxicity, if you will, to the baby. And then we're reading a lot of stories. Then all of a sudden now, you know, you got stories of children supposedly in, you know, from six, five, six, seven on up, 12 years old, having heart attacks, myocarditis, periocarditis, and things like that. I mean, kids do not have strokes, ladies and gentlemen. And so, yeah, I just can't help but kind of draw that parallel. It's very interesting. Continuing on with verse 25, the coming of the Son of Man. And it says, there will be signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars, and on earth nations will be in dismay, perplexed by the roaring of the sea and the waves. People will die of fright in anticipation of what is coming upon the world, for the powers of heavens will be shaken. And then... They will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. But when these signs begin to happen, stand erect and raise your heads because your redemption is at hand. I'm going to pause there for a second. This is interesting, too, because with everything that we're seeing, again, like I was mentioning on a previous show, we're seeing we are kind of at a time now where it seems like more and more people, their anxiety levels are through the roof. Stress is just off the charts, people's hearts are starting to fail them. And when I say starting to fail them, I don't mean in the sense of they're having heart attacks and strokes, although that is a result of the of the jab. But there's a lot of people as far as hearts failing them, I'm talking, you know, their reality is being shattered. And it says right here in verse 20, uh, 26, people will die of fright in anticipation of what is coming upon the world. Now that could be that could be meant to two different things. One, you know, they get so scared and you know uh, riddled with anxiousness that, you know, yeah, their hearts literally probably give out or two, they're so scared of what's to come that they take out their own, you know, they take their own lives. For the powers of heavens, the heavens will be shaken. And then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with a power and great glory. But when these signs begin to happen, stand erect and raise your heads because your redemption is at hand. Amen. Continuing on, and then he taught them a lesson. Considering the fig tree, consider the fig tree and all other trees. When their buds burst open, you see for yourselves and know that the summer is now near. In the same way, when you see these things happening, know that the kingdom of God is near. Amen, I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all things have been taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Amen to that. Beware that your hearts do not become drowsy from carousing and drunkenness and, and the anxieties of daily life, and that, and that day catch you by surprise like a trap. 
for that day will assault everyone who lives on the face of the earth. Be vigilant at all times and pray that you have the strength to escape the tribulations that are imminent and to stand before the Son of Man. During the day, Jesus was teaching in the temple area, but at night he would leave and stay at, at that place called the Mount of Olives. And all the people would get up early each morning to listen to him in the temple area. Wow. And that's the ending of the whole chapter of uh, Luke 21. Now, a couple things I wanted to kind of discuss, uh, some things that I made notes on. So <clears throat> outside of what I had already talked about, I want to kind of go back to the beginning of chapter uh, 21 there in Luke. You know, so America is one of the greatest nations in the world that, you know, we've ever seen, you know, we've ever had been established, you know, that's ever been established, right? And sadly, though, we have a large group of tyrants who have been steering this great shape we call the United States of America. And when I say the United States of America, I'm talking lowercase u, United, capital S, States of America. There's a reason I say that, because spelling of words and how words are structured are so very important, as I have always talked about. And so, yes, they've been steering this great shape, ship we call the United States of America, and they're running her aground and bottoming out. And soon there's going to be nowhere for these tyrants to go. But part of the reason why America is one of the greatest nations is due to, the, to its abundant giving. Did you know America is one of the largest givers in the world as far as, you know, when you look at other nations? America gives more and not through charities either. I'm talking pure giving you know, separate from third parties, like, you know, um, the, I, I can't even think of any off the top of my head, like St. Jude's, which is a good, you know, it's a good one. There's so many out there. I can't even think of them, but America is one of the largest givers of the world to the world. And as we see illustrated in Luke 21 verses one through three, the poor woman gave all that she had when she was, you know, when the wealthy, which we can insert here, by the way, the cabal elitist who pretty much care nothing of you and only of their own profits. But this 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 poor woman, this poor widow, nonetheless, she put in some of her there. You know, she put in some. So basically, here's the thing: the wealthy put in only some of their wealth into the offering, right? And again, key word here is being some. They gave off of surplus. This poor widow gave out of poverty she offered up practically her you know she she what she did was gave offered up her livelihood right and when you're giving up your livelihood basically what you're doing is you're offering up your life to the lord and it really is a beautiful display of love for the lord because she you know she truly had a detachment of material possessions but you can soul you know you can see very clearly that she solely has a dependence on god which ultimately will lead her to blessedness and that's why I always keep pressing the fact of, hey, we need to get away from the love of money. Because, again, the Bible is very clear on that. And her simple offering provides a striking contrast to the pride and pretentious of the scribes. Now, when it came to the signs of the end, though, they asked, this is what they asked. They said, teacher, when will this happen? And what signs will there be when all these things are about to happen? He answered, see that you may, you know, he said, see that you 
not be deceived, for many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and the time has come. Do not follow them. When you hear of wars and insurrections, do not be terrified, for such things must happen first, but it will not immediately be the end. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be powerful earthquakes, famines, and plagues from place to place, and awesome sights and mighty signs will come in the sky. I'm going to pause there for a second. Kind of sounds familiar with what we're kind of seeing right now. Famines and plagues, right? Nations rising up against nations. I mean, we see Russia, you know, going after the Ukraine with all the biolabs that they have there. And yes, I'm going to tell you right now, Ukraine is no different than the people that are running the United States. They're both operated by the same people. They're evil tyrants. And when Ukraine falls, so will the rest of the cabal. People need to understand that. And there's over 400 plus biolabs out there that have been funded by these people. And people are going to soon quick to realize that it's not our nation that did it. It's the people, the tyrants, again, that I talked about, the wealthy elitist cabalist, if you will, that set all this up. Again, why? Because they want to control the population of the world. They want to be over us as our overlords, right? They want to be our kings. But here's the thing. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. Don't be surprised when we see China go after Taiwan because there is certainly a lot of biolabs going on there too. There's many everywhere. But again, like I said, there will be powerful earthquakes, famines, and plagues from place to place, and awesome sights and mighty signs will come from the sky. That's another thing we keep talking about that we keep hearing, right, out of the news. Again, I always say be very wary of what you hear from the news, but we do hear this also from independent media and podcasters out there about disclosure of UFOs and yada, yada, yada. You know, you got to wonder, well, what kind of signs will come from the sky? Will that mean a bunch of stars falling from the sky? I don't know. Missiles falling from the sky? I don't know. The sun blackening out because of a huge, large, uh, you know, volcano uh, out in Yosemite National Park? I don't know. Maybe. But, you know, what it seems like, though, is that we're practically there now. And we hear that these wars are going on and rumors of wars are about to spark up. However, do we really, you know, we really do not have sound proof of any of that. And then one might say, yeah, but Jason, the news media shows all of this on TV for us to see. And that's indeed got to be true. Again, do you believe everything the Mockingbird media spews out at you? Because we've already witnessed the large public display of deception when it came to the scamdemic in 2020 leading up to present day. And of course, this whole bull nonsense that they're talking about with the whole monkeypox thing. There's no variant. There's no monkeypox. And if there is, it's not going to be a big, huge pandemic that's going to wipe out three quarters of the world's population. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. Why are you trusting the news? Do not trust the news. The only thing you should be trusting in is the words in your Holy Bible. That's it. God's word. Again, do not blindly follow the media and the independent outlets that claim to be on your side of the truth. Be very, very cautious about these false truthers and these people who claim to be Christian and patriots and so on and so forth. Anyone can claim these titles, but it's what their actions say that merits their actual character. You've got to watch actions. What's that old saying? I can't even remember now. I'm not even going to butcher it. Again, though, they may be actually saying that they are. They may not actually be saying that they are Christ, but many sure use the words of Christ to push push a certain agenda. So I always encourage everybody, pray for discernment that God guide you on who the righteous ones are and who are not. I always say, if there are any words that I speak here today that, you know, that is false or a lie, let it fall on deaf ears. But that's not my, I don't strive to do that. I like to make sure everything that I say here 
is 100% truth. And if I get, if I get corrected or I find a correction of, you know, from myself later on, I will make a correction on a future show just to make sure I correct the record. Because again, I want to make sure everything that is being said across this microphone and gets out into the ether is 100% accurate. I do not want to have anything being false because at the end of the day, I have a God, God Almighty and creator of heaven and earth that I'm going to have to answer to. And I'm not trying to be the guy that's going to sit in front of God and be like, yeah, well, God, you know, it wasn't a big deal. Just a couple lies or a couple made up stories or a little bit of hyperbolic, you know, um, you know, theatrics on some of the truth. You know, maybe I bent the truth a little bit. No, I don't want to be in that position. It's tough to sift out these things. I know I've been there. That's why I went from listening to, you know, I went from listening from 20, 22 different voices to only like two. There's a reason for that. And yes, for full disclosure, David X-22 is one of them. He is very much on point with what's going on versus with what I know and the information I get from back channels. He is very much in a no. If you want a good solid information and reporting, check him out. Now, I'm not, that's not saying the other truthers out there are bad. No, 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 not saying that because there are still many others that are telling solid, true realities and, 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 you know, giving out solid truths again, not calling everybody liars, but there is one very important truth outside of the truth of Jesus Christ. We'll just say this. There's, I guess, one secondary important truth out there below the you know truth from God that's not being talked about. And it's about the solution on how we return back, you know, get re regain our sovereignty as people of God. How we return back to a self-governance. See, these people that try to rule over us, they don't want us knowing this information. Why do you think that the narrative shifts so often to, to the point to where your head is like, you know, you're watching a ping pong match. Your head is going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, right from one story to the next. Boom, 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 boom. There's a reason for that. There is a secondary truth out there that they do not want you to know. And that is what is going on in the background legitimately, lawfully, peacefully, peacefully, by the way, peaceably. And it is the way of our founding fathers had established way back in, since the inception of this nation. We are regaining power as a people in these tyrants that these elitists, they don't want us, they don't want the rest of the public to know about this. Why do you think COVID 2020 happened? They don't want people assembling. Why do you think they put the mask on us? They don't want people muzzled. You know, they want people muzzled. They don't want people talking. They don't want people going out in public. Why do you think for the whole six foot distance rule? They want people so scared out of their minds that they don't invite people into their own homes or meet to assemble. This is all systematically designed to keep away the secondary truth for one, and of course, the primary truth of God and Christ, yes. Be not deceived, for many will come in his name. This is why I get frustrated when people come at me sideways in the comments and chat boards, and they try to come at me saying, oh, well, how dare you say this, or how dare you say this person is wrong. Yes, I'm going to call out the bullcrap when it's merited. Just as I expect someone to call me out, and I've been called out by even my own peers, people that I know, but the difference between them and, and anybody else that wants to come at me sideways is, is they come at me 
with respect and they structure the criticism in such a fashion to where they say, hey, you know, Jason, real quick, I wanted to let you know. In fact, there is a correction I'm going to try to look into and make because there was a previous show I think I did when I was doing a Donna Brandenburg block hour where I think I quoted something that I found on Telegram from another channel, by the way. Um, and it wasn't her fault, too, because she even looked and was said, yeah, I don't know if that's a real quote, but it was a JFK quote. And I can't remember the exact quote, but something to the tune of like, you know, that they're trying to enslave us. Well, then somebody who is a frequent listener of the show, um, who I know, too, by the way, he started looking into it. And uh, he, he actually texted me because I gave him my number and email. He's a really good guy. Very smart guy. Very good researcher. And he's like, hey, I just FYI, I just want to let you know, I've tried looking up that quote by JFK and I couldn't find anything referencing exactly word for word what you said on that show. So I'm going to try to do some research and digging on that. Maybe he didn't really say that. And it was just something that was posted and it was shared around again, trying to push a fake narrative, right? For the conspiracy theorist, if you will, quote unquote, to push out there, you know? And then, you know, when people push that out there, it's truth, like as if it was a quote that JFK did and guilty, you know, I fell for it. And so did a couple others. We saw that and we're like, oh, that's interesting. Didn't know JFK said that. Well, let's share it, right? Without even doing actual research. Shame on me. So I'm going to have to go back and do some research real quick and I'm going to correct the record at some point, but I'm going to do like a preface to the correction of this record. That quote that I said on that one episode about JFK uh, on one of the Brandenburg block hour shows, it's probably more than likely going to be incorrect and false. So um, that he probably may not have actually said that. So I'm just going to just put that out there, but I'm going to you know, keep doing some research. But anyway, I digress. This is why I get upset though with people that don't put out full truth. They don't want people knowing what's going on. And I'm not saying I have all the answers. In fact, I'm still digging for the answers myself. And that's one of the reasons why I started this podcast at the, at the orders of God, if you will. Because I want to see humanity free. I want to see his people return back to him. Because we as a humanity, as a, as a collective, we've left him. He never left us. We left him. And it is my sole purpose until the very day I die to help, A, steer people back to Christ so they can be bridged the Father in heaven, number one. Number two, to help educate, rightfully educate, not this fake indoctrination you get in public schools and universities and, and you know, agenda-driven books in Barnes and Noble. No, I mean true history that has been truly documented like, for example, the War Manual 2000-25 that I will actually be reading after this show. Another section of it. I've been behind on some of my podcasts because of the fact that my wife had some pretty, um, you, know, she had a, you know, she had a surgery that she had to attend to and that I had to help her through. In fact, I typically would be working today, but I took today and tomorrow off to be there and help her out with the laundry and everything that she is not allowed to do because she has to stay laid up for two weeks. I say laid up. She just can't do much. She can walk around, but she just can't do much. And so anyway, I guess I'm, I'm kind of going around in major tangents here and there, but here's, here's the ultimate message I want all you guys to know. Just pray for discernment, okay? Because we are living through some wild times right now. Like I always say at the beginning of most shows, if I remember it, you know, I am Jason, the co-host with God and Jesus Christ as the host, because they are the ones that are steering the ship. They're the ones that are in control. This is their podcast. This is their platform. They are the ones in charge of it all because God is centered around 
all of my life is centered around our marriage, centered around our household, everything that we do. And so he's the one steering the ship through these crazy chaotic waters that I always call life. But we have to remember that God is always going to steer us into a safe harbor, always. He's never going to steer us, you know, to a point to where the ship's going to sink. No, he's not going to do that. Not to, not to, not to us. So that is pretty much all I have. Um, We will end this on a quick prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you so very much for the words in the book of Luke here in chapter 21 and the, you know, the reflection of these words. And um, we just pray for that discernment that you can help us sift through all the people out there that are righteous versus the ones that are not righteous that are coming in your name. And, you know, we just pray that, um, you know, just, just, we, we just pray that you just help us discern properly who the bad actors are out there and who not to follow and who not to listen to. Okay. At the end of the day, we all know we need to listen to you, but obviously there's some people out there who are asleep that need a little bit of guidance. So we just pray that those people out there that are still asleep to the truth, that they do eventually come across and find the right truthers that will lead them to the light. And so with all of that said, we thank you for another day of life and good health. Thank you for our families. Thank you for you know, just everything that you do, thank you for your plan. And regardless of what happens into each and every individual life, no matter the circumstances that, you know, befall us, we know that your plan is great. We know your plan is the best. And we know at the end of the day that, you know, that you have our, you know, best interest at heart. So we thank you for all that you do. And I thank you for a successful surgery for my wife and uh, some friends that listen to this podcast. I know there was a friend of uh, on the show here. His wife also had a, uh, a surgery as well. And so uh, from what I understand, it was a, it was a good surgery. And um, he had a little complications, I think, at the end with his wife. And he had to go back, but it ended up being better. So thank you for answering prayers. And thank you for just being there for all of us in, in our greatest time of need. And we pray all this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. And so with that, I want to say thank you for joining me here. I also want to say, um, I also want to say that um, there is a podcast that I dropped last night slash early this morning, I guess. You'll see the cover art is not normal, what I typically have. It says, listener discretion advised it's not a typical show that i would do that fits the mold of the three shows that i do the one percent with him and the you know his hardline discussion or the um or the uh the the edu spot it was more or less a message to kind of go over uh i had a few comments in the comment section because apparently some people got very upset over me uh uh, playing a couple sound clips of another podcaster out there, and I was calling out some of the uh, inconsistencies and the incorrect, uh, the falsities behind the statements, uh, which is funny because there's people out there actually. There's there's actually other podcasters that do the same thing, but you know, God forbid the shoes on the other foot. It's blasphemy, apparently. But I will say this: at the end of the day, this this particular show that I did, it's called "Embrace the Haters." Um, I'm just going to put a little forewarning out there. Okay. Little bit of, uh, there's just a little bit of foul language. Now I don't drop F bombs or anything like that, but there's a little bit of, you know, sailor language in there. Irish as general Flynn calls it. Okay. And so 
again, it addresses more or less the haters out there or some trolls, internet trolls. Okay. Now the people that I addressed, I'm not, I'm not going to go so far as to calling them trolls because I still think, I still think that the people that left the comments, these three comments that I address and put out in the open, I still think in my heart that they're still good people. And so I really, my, my first, you know, I was at first, I was going to go at these people and really go at them hard. You know, old Jason was about to come out and I was going to just unleash. But then, you know, I went grocery shopping the other day to get some stuff. And then it was like, it kind of came into my heart and Jesus was saying, well, again, Jesus, Holy Spirit, God, whoever, it just laid upon my heart that it was laid upon my heart that was saying basically more or less, Jason, like, okay, if you're going to do what you're going to do by addressing these people, fine, that's okay lighten it up a little bit because I would not, you know, I would not talk like that. I would not act like that. Right. So I definitely had to tone it back, but there's still some Irish, some sailor language in there. So word to the wise. That's why I put a lot of discretion out there. You know, I put it in a lot of discretion out there right here. That's why I put it in the, uh, the, um, the clip art, you know, the, the art for that, um, on the icon and, uh, why I also put it in the, you know, in the description. So just again, I don't want anybody offended. So I just, you know, that's my biggest thing. And I don't want anybody to ever think that I would come at somebody sideways. I'm just simply stating my case, basically pointing out the, you know, the, the, the elephant in the room, if you will. And uh, I address each comment and I break down each comment and I address each piece little bit by little. So, so, but anyways, but that is all. Yes, I would not recommend listening to it on the Lord's Day. That is for sure on Patriot. So I would definitely recommend not doing it. In fact, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> very good call. Very, very good call. And I commend you for that. Um, so I hope you all have a wonderful uh, day. Dennis is now saying, now I got to listen, <laughs> sailor. <laughs> listen, I told you guys, I am a truck driver, okay? Now, I'm not saying that that's a license to just lay out the F-bomb any time I want. Trust me, I actually don't like doing that. In fact, I try to watch it because, you know, I have a little daughter who's a parrot, and she likes to repeat everything, everything. And so what's the name of the show that you're talking about? It's just the one before this one. I think it's called uh, Embrace the Haters. That's all. And you'll you'll notice the difference. It doesn't have the typical red cover. It has a black and white cover. It says listener discretion advised. And so that's it. But um, like I said, I don't go too crazy on it. I don't go real sailorish. Actually, you'd be surprised. You know, I, I probably am building it more than it really is. You'll probably get into it and listen to it and be like, really? This is it? I'm like, man, I, I hear my grandmother talk worse than this. So you might be disappointed when you get into it and listen. <laughs> so anyway, I do appreciate all your guys' support. I do appreciate you coming by. And I always ask you, please share the website, www.hishardline.com. If you um, have an inability to share the link via text or social media or through email. Um, but again, very easy. People can just go to the website and they can go to, uh, they can find me on different media platforms like uh, Rumble and Telegram and True Social. And there is a link for Podbean. So if somebody clicks on it, it'll take you right to the you know Podbean website or the app, uh, depending on if you're on the phone or uh, computer. And uh, yeah, you know, and, and Podbean is free. So um, otherwise people can listen on the, uh, what is it? On my link on the website, it's called um, Podcast. And there's a media player there that people can go and listen to the playback of these shows without even having a Podbean account. But I ask people, 
you know, sign up for Podbean. Yeah, they've been a pain in the butt once in a while, but by and large, they've still been a solid platform. And um, actually, probably the best platform out of all of them that I've seen so far. I'm still looking at others and looking at other avenues just in case they want to get a little squirrely with me. Um, but it's still a good, solid platform. And I am thankful for them here uh, over here at Podbean. So with that, I want to bid you all a good, great morning on the Lord's Day. It is actually really good to be off of work on this day. <laughs> um, but again, it came at a cost for my wife having to have surgery. So I hope all of you have great health. I pray that everybody has abundant health and has a good, great day today. And um, yeah, and if you ever need anything, you ever have a question, you can find my email on hishardline.com. I'll put it out here right now. If you want a faster response, it goes right to my phone. It's jmjdirect at protonmail.com. Or you could find my other email on my website. It's jmjdirect at hishardline.com. I'll be honest with you. That one I check probably about every once every week, week, week and a half, depending on how busy. Lately, it's been about week, week and a half because of all that I had going on and with the death in the family. And yeah, so. But that is all I have, I think. I'm trying to think. Is there anything else? No, I don't think there is. Hmm. Well, anyway. I hope you all have a great day and we'll be back here for a quick reading on we'll be doing an edu spot where i'm going to do the reading of the rest of the uh, section that was way too long it's going to be a continuation of part six but it's going to be labeled part seven so i'll be back here in about five minutes all right i'll see you back here all right ladies and gentlemen that is it for the day thank you for joining us here at his heart line Remember, we need to spend at least 15 minutes each day with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That is literally 1% of our time on a daily basis. Spend a little time in the Bible, spend some time in prayer. And you'd be amazed what Jesus will do to you. Drop. out our website www.hishardline.com for all the latest updates.